busy day ahead. Why not save time and shop online at supervalue.ie? Order before 12 noon and have your shopping delivered today. Let our expert pickers do the shopping for you and our helpful drivers deliver it when you get home. Download the Supervalue app now or shop online at supervalue.ie. Welcome to Castology, the podcast where we listen to shit. <laughs> As Liz said. And really good shit. <laughs> really sometimes. good shit. That's Not right. just shit shit. Yeah. It could be good, could also be very bad. It's in podcast form, by the way. Mm, that's yeah. that's an important delineation. Because we love podcasts. That's the castology way. Yeah, that's right. I'm one of your hosts, Nick Bleaker. Across from me is Elizabeth Best. And to my right is Zane C. Weber. Seductive. Nice pause. I like that, yeah. <laughs> That's like some I James Bond stuff. Dramatic. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Settle down, say. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So we uh, rate review podcasts. It's great. Um, how's everyone doing? Good. Great. Good. Good. I'm looking at uh, Zane's new cat. I'm, oh, I'm, she's I'm so beautiful. <laughs> What's her name, Zane? Leia. This is Leia. She's Princess Leia. She's still acclimatizing, but she's very friendly and she's rubbing herself over all. Princess Leia or General Leia? <laughs> Uh, well, her foster name is Princess Leia in right. inverted commas, but she was only ever called Leia or Lele. Okay, cool. So I'm just going to try to make Leia stick. She yeah. seems to respond to it. Okay. Yeah, no need for a rank, I think. <laughs> but she is very oh. adorable, so just trust I us. I can't. I don't see cats. I'm not allowed to touch cats. I'm hideously allergic to them. Oh, um, oh that's right. But right. I, I just want to pat her and cuddle her and love her. I can't. Same. It's really depressing. I can't because I'm recording. But anyway, we have some <laughs> podcasts to recommend. we got a theme. We do have a theme. What is our theme? It's Pod Snacks. Can someone define Pod Snacks for me, please? Bite Size Podcasts. Less than 10 minutes, I think. Yeah. yeah. And less than 10, so like up to 10 minutes. Yeah, I right. think like 15 cool. is a mini-sode. Yeah. Whereas Pod Snacks, like Bite Size. It's full-on Bite Size. Yeah, you could binge like a whole season in an hour. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. And... I found a new pet peeve by listening to these. Me podcasts. too. <laughs> Me really? too. Yes. Oh, I'm excited to. Find well, we'll out. see. <laughs> In review week next yeah. week, you'll see the what pissed us off. <laughs> um, but let's start with our pod snack recommendations, Liz. Let's start with yours. Ah, oh, bless your heart. Thank you. I I was trying to find a particular pod snack because there's a few podcasts that I listen to that have been snacks, and I've gone. Yeah, no, it's not hooking me enough because mm. you've got to be really good to hook yep. someone in the little time that it takes for a pod snack to be snackish. Yeah, or to feel <laughs> like you've got some benefit from yeah. it. Yeah, like like this mini cherry rut sitting in front of me. It's a snack. I got benefit. I got the sugar rush. I get what it's about. Hell yeah. Um, so the main reason I chose this podcast initially was because I really loved its name and then I really loved its content. It's called Little Tiny. Little Tiny. Little really Tiny. Um, so Little Tiny is ABC Australia podcast. Uh, it's basically a coin, a key, a donut. How have these things changed the course of history? It's about the tiny things, little tiny baby things, that have changed the entire course of history. Um, each episode is between four minutes, I think is the shortest one, wow. three or four minutes and about ten minutes long. Mm-hmm. It's hosted by Kara Schlegel, who is a writer, producer and storyteller from Sydney, Australia. Um, different episodes 
talk about how teeny tiny things have huge consequences, such as how a dinner party led to the invitation of the pill, and how one person getting fired may have led to the Titanic sinking, and how pigeon poop, (laughs) how pigeon poop brought about a Nobel Prize winning theory. I mean... Sounds about right, actually. There's like an apple, a story of an apple yeah. falling on someone's head. But this is like, <laughs> I, I like the small ones I hadn't heard about. I particularly enjoyed the the, the one on the pill about a mm-hmm. dinner party conversation about Randy Rabbit's created contraception for humans, not rabbits. Um, but yeah, I just love it because I don't have to sit through four hours of a fucking history podcast. <laughs> Wow. To find out how something changed the world. I can find out in four minutes and then have a bunch of trivia to be like, did you know at dinner parties and be that person who does know? Well, I feel like, yeah, just having like a quick quick drop of trivia just to prove that you you know something. Yeah. It might be really, really good for me in just most settings. To in, be it's just honest. a handy little bit of knowledge. You, do you know that this one guy, if he hadn't been fired, probably Titanic. Who who wants like meaningful in depth conversations? Is like no no no. Did you know that the pill was invented because of rabbits at a dinner party? <laughs> goodbye, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I said goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> no, but I I didn't think I could get this much information in such a small bite, and that's why yeah. I like it. It's a nutritious snack, everybody. It's nutritious and delicious. I love nutritious and delicious, even though I don't eat like that. No, currently, little tiny. Little, little tiny. tiny. Cute. Okay, I'm going to go with mine, which is a podcast called 2298. Uh-huh. Now, it's an audio drama. How the, f- mm-hmm. how, the, how the fuck do you get an audio drama in a pod snap? I asked the same thing when I subscribed <laughs> to it. Uh, so, it's called 2298, and it's essentially uh, an audio drama that revolves around uh, humanity being sort of, I guess, gooped into being like profiles on a network. So, it's kind of like... Full disclosure, I haven't listened to the whole series, but it, to me... Come on, it's like how long AI. could it have taken you? <laughs> There's a lot of episodes, okay? <laughs> Give me a break. Um, also, I did this last minute, but that's fine. We'll put that aside. Um, but it's Don't about profiles in this. One particular profile who's taken an interest in something that they shouldn't probably be interested in. <gasps> So it takes place in 2298, obviously. So there's a whole sort of history behind it and that sort of unravels as the series goes on and we get to know the character of number 24. That sounds really interesting. So how is this like full cast or? Uh, no. So it's just the one soul, voice. Cool. And, and soul like dude. an immersive soul dude talking yep. kind of thing. Yeah. And so in true pod snack form, how long are the episodes? Eight to ten. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. It's like a, it's like an audio, it's like an audio journal actually. That's the best way to do it. It's like an audio okay. journal. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. I mean that that yeah, that kind of fits the audio drama sort of thing. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Mm. Spicy Zane, what's yours? I am recommending a food podcast that is nom, less nom, than nom. 10 minutes. No, no, no. Because it needs to be a pod snack. Mm, for sure. And mm. it's actually, oh my like God, food. that works on two levels. You're so smart. I thought of this. <laughs> and do you know how long I spent trying to find a short form food podcast? <laughs> so... Freaking long, but you found it. I did. You I did found find it. it, and I actually really enjoy this podcast. Well, good because if you were recommending something you didn't enjoy, <laughs> I'd be worried. Because it is both history of food and oh. recipes and cuisine, paired with recipes, like actual recipes, like how to create. Souffle, Feel like a historical et cetera, et cetera. sommelier thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so each episode's like a little bit different. Like it does, it doesn't go like into the history of the souffle and then give you a souffle recipe. Mm. Uh, it, 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 so it's 
uh, written and uh, presented by a chef. Good, because I really hate it when people who are just making shit up on the spot pretend to be authorities on something. (laughs) 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 Well, Uh, I I spend the majority of my day both creating and consuming podcasts. True, you're allowed. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think so we're not frauds anymore. I feel like when I started, I was a fraud, but we were we're over a year old, and podcasting is my job now. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, the chef is name is Ben Kelly. Um, so yeah, recipes, food history, stories, um, and basically between three and ten minute length episodes. Now, when I put this on the list, with like basically when we figured out the themes for the year upcoming, it was current. However, they, he hasn't released anything since January, but there are many, 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 many episodes in the backlog that you can go. Also, and- I feel like 2020 is a. There yeah. are extenuating <laughs> yeah. circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so, yeah, I just, just wanted to put that out there. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy this. It is easy have you to ever to. Have you ever cooked one of his recipes? Because I am not a cooking person. I don't particularly enjoy cooking. I don't particularly enjoy food in general, like the experience of like saffron on a bed of rice. Over Saffron's fish bullshit or- and expensive for nothing, <laughs> but there are other food things Saffron's that are enjoyable. Nice. I don't even have an opinion on saffron. <laughs> That's how like not engaged with the food community I am. And I think this was a really interesting window into what people who really are interested in food connect with about it. Um, which really just illuminated for me how little of that experience I have. Um, but I, there were a couple of recipes that I listened to. I was like, oh, that's not too hard. I could probably do that. Mm. Um, I have yet to attempt that. Yeah, though. so it's not like full-on things where, you know, where you make the crock and bush or whatever, like on MasterChef. Yeah. yeah. Everyone can make a crock and bush now. They've, they've evolved beyond that. Jesus Christ. Fucking hell. <laughs> it's more like, like he's, he's speaking as he's preparing right, it. Right, okay. So, like, he'll be like, okay, yeah, scoop that off and just save that for later because you don't have to throw that out. You can put it into flavour later. Little things like that. Like, he's a chef. Um, yeah, so that's my pod snack. Um, I found this for the podcast. I wasn't listening to it beforehand, but it is... I really enjoy listening to it weekly. Um, well, I did enjoy listening <laughs> to it weekly um, and I have kind of just in my quarantine gone back and listened to a fair few episodes excellent what was it called uh it is called food in five food in five why is that not in my notes (laughs) (laughs) fairly important detail fairly important detail yes excellent well those recommendations sound absolutely terrific and i'm excited to listen to them snack time yeah all right so we're going to go back to our recommendations from last week and i'm going with a theme here and i'm going to go with liz First again. That's right. I'm the winner of this what was, episode. What was your recommendation <laughs> last week, Liz? Last week I recommended Cautionary Tales, which is a British podcast that looks at historical cautionary tales and what we can and should learn from them. What do we think? Oh God! I that, loved I, it. That was a oh, really good synchronized that, mouth. They both just looked at each other <laughs> yeah. and had their mouths open. And I'm like, oh God, they're about to eviscerate me. <laughs> no, and then it became a thing, and we we're waiting for like, like who's going to do And meanwhile, my anxiety just ratcheted up through the roof. Just Excellent. had a massive cortisol flood. So thank you. Amazing. Speaking of anxiety, um, the episodes that you uh, recommended us, I listened to, and one of them gave me a lot of anxiety, which was the one about the GPS. Yes. So that was that was the you have reached your destination. It was the one how you know, thinking of GPSs and, and current technology 
as basic modern day oracles predicting mm. the future of where you should go. But how accurate yeah. are those predictions? It's really fascinating, like insight in terms of how it compares and contrasts stuff from you know stuff that you wouldn't think ago. would be related. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now to what it is now and contextualizes it in a modern setting. And I, I honestly didn't think I would like this to be like I looked at it and I was kind of like, oh shit, all right. Same. And then I was like the destination episode was really good because it helps you think mm. like it makes you think oh yeah right like the gps with the gps story in that one it talks about how they were following things to a t that they're not following their surroundings yeah and then are you fucked. talking about the italian both yes <laughs> the oracles the, the well. oracles and the gps's yeah. and they both didn't fit their circumstances to what the was like that that one letter typo was <laughs> expensive damn you <laughs> um but also the, you recommended another episode which was bowie jazz and the unplayable piano which i thought was a really beautiful episode um that it, i thought it was really fascinating to listen to as a creative in terms of how brian eno um uses obstacles to overcome and think of different ways to be creative. Because I'm a, I'm a panicker, right? Yeah. So if things don't go to plan or things aren't exactly how I thought they would work out, I really have to press myself to continue and adapt. So listening to something where they're talking about fuck-ups being one of the best sources of creativity kind of actually gave me a lot of clarity in what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> well, it's interesting because I, I, I didn't know anything about Keith Jarrett and then this episode I was fascinated because it talks about obviously how this completely fucked piano, he played on it because he was like, well, we, we've got the recording equipment set up, let's just do it. And what came out of it was the number one selling jazz or piano album, whatever it was. I went and listened to the album and it is... An incredible listen. I can see why people gravitated to it so much. But they also talked about how Jarrett was, he used different things on the piano to help offset certain things that were out of yeah. key and all Adding that. Adding sort of extra stuff. passion and yeah, 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 loudness yeah. And, and rhythm into things that he yeah. would not have ordinarily put in to overcome that obstacle turned into a creative stroke of genius. Yeah. And I was just, I was sitting there. That, that, I think that episode for me, I was like, Damn, I thought you'd dig the music one. That's, good that's mostly why I, why I recommended that one. Yeah. I didn't want to. When I hear episodes now, I don't go, this is a you episode, this is a you one. I'm like, they're both good. I'm not going to assign them. Just listen to whatever you want. Yeah, but yeah. these two are good ones. Yeah. I really love this. I think the, the, the winning factor of this podcast is the storytelling style, yeah. um, the way that it does present it like a fable. Um, yeah, it's just perfect. Um, and the way, that it, it, the way that they structure the story so that – you have a moral from the beginning that you're like, oh, yeah, okay, I guess, yeah, that makes sense, whatever. And then they illustrate all the way. I'm like, okay, I 100% believe you now. Like, it's, yeah. it's very effective debate style. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's incre incredibly affecting as well. And just through yeah. story, not like through over-emotional... Um, no, he um, does... It's not manipulative. Yeah. It's not manipulative, I don't think. It just it just talks about the facts that happened but tells them in such a way that he's like, well, what can we learn from this? And here's what we can learn from this and yeah. take away with that what you will. Mm. Yeah, this is this is an easy subscribe from me. Yeah. It makes me I, for those of you, Those of you that are creative that are listening to the show, I'd recommend if you want, start with the Bowie episode because that... For me, I was like, yeah, I need to look for that in the work that I create now. Look for those things where if you're put into a corner and you don't know what to do, adapt 
and work your way over it, find your way over the obstacles. Or I don't know. For me, that was a really like you said, really affecting episode for me. And especially Good. in times of COVID, for me, like I like I re-listened to it in in preparation for this, and I was like, when there is such a massive obstacle as a, a, a global pandemic, the creativity that people are coming up with that I think is going to be influenced in what we do in the future going forward is, I mean. Hopefully that we get funding to continue this stuff. Please fund the arts. Um, donate your money where you can. But the thing, the the ideas that people are coming up with are not just replacements for what yeah. we were doing in everyday life. They're stuff that that They're should continue. They're creating yeah. a new way forward. And I think that's why listening to this episode a second time really resonated me with with me right now. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it makes me so happy you liked it because I was actually, I was low-key, I'm low-key obsessed with this podcast at the moment, so I was really hoping. And when you guys, like, paused, I was like, no, my little yeah. heart was crushed for it's half like, a second. Okay, who should, like, should How we roast, we should roast first? first? Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome, yeah, that was really good. I'm excited to listen to the other episodes right. as well. But yeah, I probably listened to the Bowie one again too because it was It's worth a second really listen, yeah. yeah. It was amazing. All right, we're going to do my recommendation from last week, which was We Crashed. A wondery podcast about the rise and fall of WeWork, the shared working space where you pay a lot of money to sit in a fancy workspace instead of doing it at your own home, but also how it lost a lot of money. Mm. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think? I'm so happy, as I said last week, I'm so happy that you recommended this because I've had a lot of people go, you should listen to it, you should listen to it, and then you making me do it made me do it. Um, I knew a little about WeWork and every now and then I will see a little WeWork sign around somewhere and be like, didn't they crash? That's all I kind of knew about it. Yeah. Um, I've worked for a guy that's incredibly much like Adam. Um, yep. Um, I, <laughs> it, it is excruciating to work for an Adam and it really does make your workplace feel like some sort of weird cult and you leave there going, why the fuck is everybody else buying into this shit? How can they not see this snake oil salesman for the narcissistic idealist that he is like just just going someone's just giving you a bunch of money and you're just like okay well let's do all of these crazy business things but they make no fucking sense and I was just so confused as to how anyone like co-working spaces I get because the number of people that were going and sitting at Starbucks and working when they didn't want to be in their apartment like in New York especially where it all started it was huge and so I totally get the need for a co-working space and to want your workplace to feel as good as Google. But, well, not as good as, but as fun, in inverted commas, yep. as Google. Um, but as soon as they started doing things, manipulative little things like scheduling work meetings at 7 p.m. to require you to stay late, yeah. to require you to participate in the quote marks fun that they were having at the office i'm like he's not creating a business he's creating a cult Cult, yeah that is like just every every and and i could feel my cortisol levels rising because i've worked i've worked under this person before i had this guy who was like oh we're gonna have this thing that 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 makes your phone do this and it's gonna be amazing and i'm like have you got the code is that possible no but it's amazing and we're gonna do it um and just the the sheer head in the cloudsness makes me anxious. Being around people like that makes me so anxious. So every time there was one little bit of thing that he did that had more, con- yeah, I thought it was good storytelling from Wondery. Um, 90% of their podcasts, I enjoy the storytelling yeah. method. They tell a good mm. story, they weave a good tale. And this is one that I had wanted to know about for a while. I binged the whole thing in one day. Yeah? Yep. Damn. Yep. Shit, I didn't even do that when I listened to yep. it. Yep. <laughs> whole thing one day. Okay, well done. Same. 
Yeah, I agree. It's a wandering podcast. Um, they have a good standard of work. Uh, this one, I don't know whether it's carryover from Fake Heiress the week before. Yeah. Again, the dramatization kind of got on my nerves a little bit, but I, I don't. It did, didn't break it for me. Very interesting. And again, like the, capitalists aren't smart. All the time. <laughs> like, just because you're rich doesn't mean that you're intelligent. I still don't understand why that Masa guy gave him money in the first place. After Anyway, listen to the podcast. You'll <laughs> yeah, get what I mean. Yeah, and you'll all yeah. be sitting there going, why would you <laughs> yeah. give someone that much money after a 28-minute meeting? And that's the thing. is like, that's when you listen to it and the amount of money that these yeah. people are throwing around, like... You like you said, like your cortisol levels just fucking skyrocket because yeah. it's like this is an obscene amount of money that you people are putting into this project. Like, what the fuck? Well, it just made me think about how easy it would be to inflate the value of a yes. company. Really, yeah, honestly, if you know, so how if you to, just if you get one person to give you a buttload of money that you can then somehow pay back to them or brought back to them somehow, your company's worth a bajillion dollars. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, it's it's the Ooh. it's the the fine art loophole all over like yes. if you get fine art and you buy it for two and a half million then an insurance company will insure that art for two and a half million and suddenly it's worth two and a half the million fuck we literally <laughs> bought a wave company yeah. because he wanted to drive home the fact that they were making waves in the industry so they bought like a fake wave surf company just to be able to say we're making waves literally yeah um i i, I think these kind of stories are very important to like just bring bring to like the forefront like how this echelon of business works. Yeah. It isn't about always about merit. Usually it is about confidence and confidence men. And everybody else around them drinking the flavor aid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm yeah. not saying Kool-Aid because it wasn't Kool-Aid. It's flavor aid. Continue. Yeah, I mean th- this is very interesting. Limited run. You should listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. Zane, what was your recommendation? Mother Hacker, uh, which is an audio drama about a mother who gets roped into a uh, identity theft ring. She's a mother hacker. Yes, she's a mother, also a hacker, a mother hacker. You go first this time. I don't know how to feel about it. Get out. Is it because you are a terrible person? Love. Is it because I'm a piece (laughs) of shit? Maybe. Um, I look. I am three episodes deep, and I don't think I'm hooked. And I don't know why yet. Carrie Coon's really good, but I feel like for me, I'm not attaching myself to her character. And I know that Zane said you said last week. There's obviously what they're doing is you know morally questionable. Yes, and I think that might be it. But for me, I'm not connecting with anything on it at the moment, and I don't know why. For me, it's just kind of like. Oh, okay, like, bit short of money. Well, also, sorry, fucked out of money and then getting back into it to sort of, for, or, or like, for vengeance almost. I don't know. For me, I just, like, I thought I would love it and I'm not loving it Fair. so far. And I don't know if I'm going to continue listening to it. But it's a pod snack, so, well. <laughs> yeah, look, I loved it. I was going to put it on my list and then I was like, fuck it, Zane already has it on his list. I can't put it on my list. Wow. I thought I discovered this amazing podcast, but fine. Um, I similarly was listening to the first few episodes going, it's a bit of a leap that you'd make that decision. Yeah. Um, but when I thought about it more and I was like, well, she's up against the wall. She's got bills up the wazoo. Um, you know, she's just had – the way that they contrive it is that she's just had a shock of thinking that it's happened to her. 
and the flood of relief that you'd get after finding yeah. out that it hasn't and then realizing there's a potential way out of your problems. Um, I listened to this in one sitting and got very cranky when they got to the final episode and you listen to what happens in the final episode and then you're like, okay, next. There is no next. What? Mother. It's homecoming syndrome all yeah. over again and it's oh. Sandra syndrome all over again. Gimlet knows yeah. how to finish a podcast on a cliffhanger that makes you go, okay, where's the next episode? But there isn't one. To make demand for another season. I know. Yeah. And, and, it, and it feels manipulative to me, even though I buy into it. Um <laughs> Because I mean, I, you are being manipulated, so you're allowed to recognise that it's manipulative. Yeah, look, it's incredibly <laughs> manipulative. And even like with some other ones that, that feel like it's a – that you can still do a cliffhanger and have it feel like a final episode. Yeah. The yeah. one criticism I had is that their cliffhangers don't feel like a final episode because three times now I've gotten to the end of a Gimlet podcast, narrative podcast, and gone – What's next? Oh, there yeah. is no other episode. Not, oh, I can't wait for next season. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's something about the way that they do it. Carrie Coon is amazing. Um, Alan Cumming is great. Uh, I liked the um, use of the the sound sampling and and being able to tell when when she's on the telephone calls versus when she's not and getting you know and there's a little bit of petty revenge in there that yes. made me feel <laughs> a little bit happy. Um, I yeah I'm keen for a second season. I think. Carrie Coon can do no wrong by me. Everything that I've seen her in, I've adored and like adored beyond adored. So she's done what Fargo and the leftovers. Yep, she was phenomenal in the leftovers. uh, The Sinner, season two. Is that Jessica Bielan? The season two of that. Yep, yep, Mm. yeah. So she's just she just came out of nowhere and was everywhere, and I'm into it. Are they doing a season two? Have they confirmed? That they need to and not confirmed, but okay. Gimlet. They've been they've yeah. been such assholes about the end of season one that if they don't do a season two, people will riot, and that's what they do. It's, yeah, it yeah. feels like just a lot of projection there. Well, we t- we t- we talk about a Wondery style. This is a Gimlet style. Yeah, yeah. exactly. This is the Gimlet style is to make you feel like there's an extra episode, but there isn't, so that you're like, yeah, I need it. I will admit, like Gimlet's shows are generally very left of center. I find with some of their stories, like this sort of stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, like I would. Do you never listen to Homecoming? Of, I watched the show on Prime. Oh, right. I haven't listened to the podcast, even though I probably should, to be completely honest. And I was wondering, yeah, this made me think, where's the season two of Sandra? <laughs> like, where is the season two? We that haven't heard ended anything, on yeah. a horrible cliffhanger as well, yeah. to the point where I was really angry at them. I was like, is that it? Are you kidding me? And I was like, oh, there must be a season two. And this made me realize there still hasn't been one, and I'm not happy about it. It was only like three months ago. Yeah. <laughs> How was that only Sandra? Or were we talking Mother Hacker? No, Sandra. Sandra was earlier than three months ago. That was old Patrick. Yes, I was that was say, an Sandra old Patrick was, review. Sandra's an old oh, show. Maybe, maybe, maybe we need to hold Gimlet accountable. Gimlet? You've been called <laughs> maybe out. we should riot. <laughs> oh, no, that's what they want us to do. Shit. So that's that's my only issue with it yeah. was th- I don't like their manipulative cliffhanger. I yeah. think you can still have a sense of finality with a hope yeah. for more. I feel like I I need to finish it because it's not, honestly the commitment to it is really fucking small. But for right now I'm just like mm, this is. It's not a difficult listen. Most episodes are ten to fifteen minutes long. Yeah. So I will say though, if you're not in by three, I don't think there's anything coming that's gonna like push That'll you in switch the unless there's something internally in you that you just kind of like latch on to um, yeah I don't know I just feel like there's for nine me, like, episodes isn't there yes there's nine because yeah. I feel like if I because it's such a small commitment that I probably could just for the sake of 
finish. You can just do it. Like, just do it. Just be a good person for once in your <laughs> Nick, life. Stop being a piece of shit. <laughs> Nick, you got made redundant. What else are you going to do? Uh, well, I, redundant in life too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, those are our recommendations from last week. That's it. What a great episode. How are you guys feeling after that? That went so fast. I'm, so, I I'm so full of my register. You got my money? Where's my money? <laughs> Where's my money? <laughs> um, Sorry. <laughs> what were our recommendations for next week, Liz? A little tiny. A tiny for our pod snack yeah. themes. Zane? Food in five. Very self explanatory. And mine was 22.98. Dun, dun, dun. Anyway, if you guys want to submit podcasts so as you can, that's canon. That's not canon.com. Yeah, that's astrology. not canon. That's canon. Actually. No, that's not you are canon. I need to get that. I need to get that. You should actually. Pretty quickly. Yeah, fuck. Uh, oh my God. Uh, that's not canon.com forward slash castology. Um, we have like a little form there. You can put in all your podcast details and it goes into this fancy list and we go and listen to it. We it may, is a fancy list. Sorry, we may listen to it and we may review it on the show. We will listen to we it. Will we will listen, listen to it. We may review it. We may review it on the show. Who knows? It's a mystery, and that's why we love I've got a, listening I've, to shit. I delved into the pile. I've got a listener submission Ooh, for next week. Yeah, spicy. and not only did I delve into the pile, but I've picked something that didn't have a green light next to it. So Zane normally pre-listens and goes <laughs> green, orange, red, and I picked. I went down to the have not listened to list yet mm. and picked one and listened to it. <laughs> I really from, want to from the new wave. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, the youth. Um, you can also get us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well, which is great. Yeah. What's our email address? I can never remember. Castleologypodcast at gmail.com. Correct. You just oh, remembered. Yay. Gold star. Well done. <laughs> I'm killing it. Put that on your wins chart for today. I absolutely Nick. will. It's probably like the only thing I've done today <laughs> that's of worth anyway, so it's fine. Uh, but yes, I've been one of your hosts, Nick Bleaker, and across from me has been... Elizabeth Best. And to my right has been... Zane C. Weber. Keep listening to shit, people. I don't believe in coincidences. How much shit can happen on one street? One little insignificant street. Quiet, suburban, nothing shady until a year ago, and now two families are destroyed. A disappearance and a death exactly one year apart, and they live next door to each other? Something strange was going on on Hazel Street. And I was going to find out. Golden Ash. An episodic crime drama. From That's Not Canon Productions. generations, Cash and Carry Kitchens has been trusted by Irish families to design, build and guarantee kitchens of exceptional quality. And with 15 showrooms nationwide, there's a Cash and Carry Kitchens near you. Visit our website or call 1-890-9292-26 to book a free consultation with one of our expert designers. Cash and Carry Kitchens. For generations, we've been at the heart of Irish homes. Find your nearest showroom at cashandcarrykitchens.ie Come home to ultra-fast broadband and Sky's best ever Wi-Fi for our lowest ever price from just €30 Euro a month. So you can now play games, stream music and download movies at ultra-fast speeds for less than ever before. To switch from just €30 Euro a month for 12 months, search Sky 30. 
Availability subject to location, setup, fees, terms and conditions apply. For more info, see sky.ie forward slash speeds.